Welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. to continue on the subject of the anointing. We had discussed yesterday that the Lord wants us all to be anointed by the Holy Ghost and to seek after the anointing and after the gifts of the Spirit. And each and every person is entitled to the gifts just as much as anybody else is in the body of Christ if you're filled with the Holy Spirit. And all you got to do is be born again and filled with the Spirit with evidence of speaking in other tongues. And let's go to Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. And after you are filled with the Spirit, it says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. So what happens is, when you become filled with the Holy Spirit, you are witness to him because you not only testify of what Jesus has done, but you become a witness because you can perform some of the things that he did. And a lot of the body of Christ is going, oh, that's, apost- that's just absolutely apostrophous. And you go, no, it's not. It's not what the Word of God says, because he says after the, you re- after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall receive power. Didn't it? That's what he said, you shall receive power. The Holy Spirit hasn't changed. He's the same Holy Spirit he was. In the beginning as he is now, and the same power that was upon Jesus is the Holy Spirit that's upon you. The difference is, Jesus, when he was baptized at the River Jordan by John the Baptist, and the Holy Spirit alighted upon him as a dove, he was anointed by the Holy Spirit at that time, and he received all the gifts of the Spirit. All nine gifts he received, though. The only thing he didn't receive was tongues and interpretation of tongues because he didn't need those at that time. But all the other gifts, all the other seven he operated in. And he also was, he was the son of God, but he was also a man upon the earth and anointed by the Holy Spirit. That's the reason he came as a man, because he had to be anointed in the same way that we are so that he could say he performed the miracles as a man and not as God himself, so that he could be an example to us in these last days to rise up and walk like Jesus walked. That's the problem with the church today. We're walking dead and not walking like he did and full of life. There is no death in the body of Christ. There's only life if you're born again. It's said in the Word of God, we pass from death unto life. <clears throat> Excuse me. We pass from death unto life. There is no death. In uh, 1 Corinthians, it says, Oh, death, where is your sting? We don't, when we get, when we pass away and our body doesn't live anymore, we don't have a sting. We just automatically end up in heaven. But what he's saying here, we pass from death unto life where we were transformed from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. That means 
when you're a child of God and the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you and he comes and rests himself upon you and he anoints you and the power of God comes upon you, that at that time you are able to perform the works that God has called you to do. Not just preachers. Now, there are special anointings upon preachers to, in the fivefold ministry, the apostle, prophet, a pastor, evangelist, teacher, all the fivefold ministry. There are special gifts and special anointings to perform those duties. But even if you're a layperson, you can still ask God for the gifts of the Spirit and operate in those things that He called you to. There is no difference. We need to rise up in these last days. That's what's going on with the body of Christ. We've become complacent. Religion has tried to creep in. Religion is one of the worst things. It's one of the worst things to stop the anointing that there is because people don't believe that God will use them. They think that works is the only way that they're going to get anything done. But when you're anointed by the Holy Ghost, it's not works. It's the Holy Spirit using you to perform a gift that he has placed inside you to do the work that he's called you to do. Jesus said, The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. So what he's saying here, the work of God is, what he did, He how many people did he heal that were blind? How many people did he heal that were deaf? How many lame people did he heal? How many lepers did he heal? How many miracles did Jesus perform? He said he healed everyone. All the multitudes came to him. He says he healed everyone that had an infirmity. That means he was operating every one of the gifts and he healed each and every one of them. But us is the body of Christ. He's the head. We're the body. He's going to anoint you with a gift if you will seek his face, ask him the gift that he has placed inside of you, and the anointing will come upon you to perform the gift that he's placed inside of you. Now, you won't have all the gifts because he had them all, but as a body of Christ, we can operate in those things and do the work that Jesus did. Let's turn to John chapter 14 and verse 12 through 14. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me. Now, what did he say? He who believes in me. Did he say preachers? Did he say you had to be an apostle? Did he say you had to be a pastor? Did he say you had to be a prophet? Did he say you had to be an evangelist? Did he say you had to be a teacher? He said, he who believes in me, didn't he? So that means if you believe in him, then that means anybody in the body of Christ. That means that there's not one person on this planet that's in the body of Christ that's more important than another. That means he wants to use you just as much as he does anybody else. But sometimes we think he doesn't. And the devil has convinced the body of Christ, a lot of people in the body of Christ, that he doesn't. He who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. Now, what did he say? The works that he does, you will do also? Now, either Jesus was telling the truth or he told the lie. Now, he doesn't lie, does he? So that means the works that he does, we will do also. The body of Christ. 
but a few people are operating in what God has called us to do and operating in the anointing and full of the word of God and full of the power and full of the and using us in the gifts of the spirit as he wills and it's only as the spirit wills it's not as you will you can't just go out here and perform it it has to be when he rises up in you and tells you he's going to use you in that area and you have an unction from the holy one and know all things and then the anointing comes upon you to perform that duty and it's only as the Holy Spirit wills. You can't do it on your own. And that's where a lot of people get off. They say, well, I'm gifted in this area. And they try to make it work all the time. And they do it in the flesh and they get in trouble and it doesn't work. And then that's how a lot of people go, well, that passed away with the apostles because it doesn't work anymore. Well, it's because you might have tried to do it on your own instead of letting the Holy Spirit anoint you to do it and letting the anointing on the inside of you rise up and tell you to do it. That's the difference. It's you do it when he tells you to, not when you want to, but when he tells you to, and he uses you when he wants to, and you do the work of God. Amen? He says, these he will do because I go to my Father, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. But before that, he said, and greater works than these will he do. He said, greater works than these will you do because he's going to the Father. He said, not only the works that he did, but greater works. But what's going to happen before the greater works take place is we're going to have to do the works that he did first. And then the body of Christ is going to have to get hungry for the word of God, hungry for more of the Holy Spirit, hungry for more of Jesus, hungry for more of the Holy Father, hungry for the gifts of the Spirit, hungry for the things of God, hungry for the fire of God hungry for fresh oil, hungry for the things of God, and then the fire will fall. And what happens then is the desire for other things leaves, and we are so anointed by the Holy Ghost that we go out and say, Lord, use me. It's going to take revival. I see all these things that are taking place on this planet, and I look at it, and I go, there's only one thing going to change it, and that's going to be God's Word and the anointing. And revival has to take place in churches, people, so that we can rise up, so that we can get our mind off of the things of this world and upon the things of God. Revival gets you turned around to where you uh, love your first love again instead of loving other things. The desire for other things leaves and the things of God become number one in your life again. And we turn and we say, Father, use me the way you want to use me. Do through me the things that you desire to do. Let me be the one you use. Let me be the person that goes out and does your will, Father God. Holy Spirit, come upon me, anoint me fresh each and every day. Rise up in me, teach me the word. Let me be the one that goes out and does Jesus' works and that does the greater works. Let me, Lord, use me. Ask him to use you. And do it by the power of the Holy Ghost. In Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 6, he says, Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. So in other words, what he's saying, you can't do it in your own might. You can't do it by your own flesh. You can't do it by yourself. You have to have the work of God done by the Holy Ghost in you and upon you to get the thing done. 
That's what's happened in the body of Christ. Sometimes we get so low on God that we forget about the Holy Ghost and we forget about the things of God. Either that or we try to operate in the flesh to get those things performed instead of saying, Lord, use me. And then when we ask God to use us and the more that he uses us, the more he will use us. And the more that you yield to him and ask him to do what he wants to do through you, the more you yield to him, the more he will use you because he says, I can trust them. And that's how he how he teaches you by using you, by letting you operate in the gift a little bit, and then he'll let you operate in a little bit more, then a little bit more, then a little bit more, then a little bit more, and then a little bit more. And then when you get more comfortable operating in it, you'll know that you can only do it when he comes upon you, the anointing comes upon you and rises up in you, and then you see the greater works. But these last days, it's time for us to rise up, people, and do those greater works. It's time for the church to rise up and do the things that God has called us to do. Instead of sitting back and getting complacent and doing our daily duty and going to church and leaving the same way we came at us when we went in. And going, well, I, I can't wait to get out of here. Let's stay full of the word and full of the anointing and let God use us the way he wants to. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.